This episode is brought to you by 5 a.m., the time I woke up today to take my kids to summer camp. So we can talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and I just had a shot of tequila. Right we started recording. Wow, nice. Cool. Hey, that's nice. wow. Um, then I'm John Waltz. Mm. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to the midsummer dog days. Sweaty, humid, yes. turning this car up. So let, let's get business out of the way right away. Boom. It is a nighttime recording. Uh, mm-hmm. I did a shot of tequila. Again, I have been up since five in the morning and have had the emotional trauma of taking my kids to sleepaway camp. Uh, so I thought that was the so, most okay. I could do. Two, two thirds, 67%. Um, <laughs> but what are you two, John and John, drinking? Uh, I am right now. I am drinking sake. Ooh, for goodness sake. I believe, I believe it's uh, called Tojikan. I don't think that's the name of the brewery, but it's the the batch or something. Anyway, it's called Tojikan, and it's quite good. I enjoy it. Uh, is that a filtered sake or unfiltered? It is. It is filtered, and I'm drinking it cold. Is with it ice? Hakusuru, Hakusuru, uh, sake. <laughs> Am I drinking it through a straw? Is that what you mean? No, I'm trying no. to speak Japanese. I'm trying to be respectful and speak Japanese, but maybe I'm, it's not working out. So <laughs> I may not know the word. <laughs> that's perfect. That's also well, perfectly possible. You know. <clears throat> so I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and <clears throat> send you that link. Uh, the sake. Okay. What What are you drinking? I'll John review that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. I, I am drinking. It. I got a an, a uh, Knob Creek, just mm. you know, standard Knob Creek over a ice ball, nice. and uh, yeah. I've told the story on the show about um, when I was on my honeymoon and was taught how to drink tequila, mm-hmm. uh, and I I told a song I told a story about a song I wrote while drinking lots of tequila. Oh yeah, that's right. um, but uh, the way I drink tequila, you know, most people want to have salt and lime. I do, as the kindly Mexican man taught me, a deep inhale and exhale, my shot of tequila, and another deep inhale and exhale. Where most people are doing everything they can to avoid tasting the tequila, I'm doing everything I can to taste the tequila. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's how I, I do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. No, I taste the te- I always taste the te- tequila. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been drinking tequila and tonics recently with, with, uh, with, a, uh, with a bit of orange peel. That I get. I get the orange peel. Yeah. But. Well, so we, we, we went out one night and uh, me and my buddies and we know this guy who happens to be like a manager at some of the bars around here. And um, he uh, gave us some tequila on ice, on tequila on the rocks with uh, orange peel. And that's like, I mean, which was great. But um, first of all, your tequila has to be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. And the, you know, for a regular night, I'm not drinking tequila. That that's that's no, that good. No. Um, also, I don't want to get that loaded. So, um, mm-hmm. so I put some I put some tonic in there. So, <laughs> hey, I mean, just close the ring, guys. Just close the ring. So I'm standing. Thanks. Nice job. <laughs> in the closet. In and out of the closet, John. Okay. <laughs> so uh, last night, 
uh, we're getting the final finishing touches ready. I wanted the kids to get to bed a little early. That did not happen because we had to get up early. Yeah. So we had to drive to Queens from Central Jersey because oh, that's where the bus pickup was. Now, the camp is near Albany, but I had to go to Queens where the bus was. Uh, which is a shorter drive, at least. Um, but, you know, Google was like, to get there on time, leave at 5.55. Um, so Laura was like, let's leave at 5.30. And we got there in an hour and a half, which meant 7. And the bus pickup was God. at 8. And they told you the bus would leave about a half an hour late. That's 8.30. So we hung out for 90 minutes. Uh, it was great. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I had told the kids a couple days in advance, you know, they, they so this camp uses the app Photo Circle, and they take photos. And, you know, you, you're not promised a picture of your kid, but every day there'd be new photos and you could look and see your kids. And I said, a picture of some kid. The first <laughs> couple random. days, it, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's for all parents, right? So it's all sure. kids. Sure. Um, it's, so, some of the pictures, admittedly, maybe from a doggy daycare. So three or four days ago, I started sending cards and letters to the kids so that when they got to camp, they would have mail. You are smart. Um, yes. Because I was a summer camper, a sleepaway camper. So like, mm-hmm. I know these things. I know how important mail is. Uh, and I realized I'm not going to get mail from them until like Monday. Um, mm-hmm. And so my thought process became, I won't know how they are doing their first time at sleepaway camp. And so I said to the kids, listen, they're going to come around taking photos. If you see they're taking a photo of you and you're doing okay, just give me a thumbs up. You can just put, you can put your thumb up. And if you're not doing okay, wait. Oh, yeah, and you yeah. want people to know, give me a wave. And if there's a wave, if your hand is up in a wave pattern, I'll know there's a problem. And I will reach out to the camp and see what we can do to help. Um, but I want to thumbs up. Put your up arms across. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Sierra was like a little like, I don't want to. It's going to look weird if I have my thumbs up. I'm like, just put your thumb out in any direction. And at first, Lauren was like, just don't do it. I'm like, no, no, you're going to do it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just put your thumb, it's just like your thumb elevated in any way to the side. As long as I see your thumb is separate from your fingers, I'll know we're good. Um, so all day, all day I'm waiting for photos because they, we took, they went to the camp at 830 in the morning. They probably got to camp around 1130 in the morning. And uh, the camp on their Facebook page posted a video of the bus arriving. Couldn't see the kids, but could see all the other campers. Cause there's only like 200 campers at the camp. All the other campers welcoming, you know, clapping for the bus, but I couldn't see my kids, but I was like, all right, the bus got there and all day we're waiting for photos to get posted to this goddamn app. And finally about an hour ago, an hour and a half ago, uh, which would have been 9 PM for our listeners, not mm-hmm. with us right mm-hmm. now. Um, I, the app's like beep, I got some new photos and I look and I look and look and there's, you know, there's four or five photos and there's like a hundred kids in each photo and I'm scrolling through and I find one with Anya and in it, Anya is giving a double barrel, two finger thumbs up, <laughs> a oh, two hand thumbs up. <laughs> then I'm like, I'm like, I cannot find Sierra anywhere. I cannot find Sierra. Like, and I was like, I literally had the thought, well, if Sierra somehow didn't make it to camp on the bus, Anya would probably only have at most one thumb up. <laughs> yeah. It would be a double, just a single. <laughs> so I'm like, you might have also gotten a call. Uh, yeah, possible. I would imagine that would be the case. It's possible. And so then later I, I found her like tucked away in a corner uh, in a photo where she doesn't know the photo is being taken. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she's like alive. So I've, at least they got proof of life for Sierra and Anya. I just texted you guys a close up of her part of the photo. You can yep. see Anya there double yep. thumbs up. So I know she's doing okay. So I'm feeling all right about it. I did not cry until the bus pulled away. So the kids did not see the tears. Uh, mm. So I think I did all right. Yeah, it's tough. Camp is a weird thing. And I didn't like, get to unpack them, which is killing me. Like, I didn't uh, go to the camp. Oh, yeah, today. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Uh, yeah, I think, um, so, I want to, I want to rewind a little bit. <laughs> right. So, the day I'm we Lex recorded Friedman. the show. <laughs> right. Not that rewind. I want to rewind my life. Oh, okay. Okay, so let's go back. 
to when we were recording the show last week. Yes. And while we were recording the show, Apple dropped a massive bomb. Yeah, I know. You guys talked about it on the other show, whatever. Or maybe you talked about it on the episode that's going to come out or is out or whatever. Right. So I, I just have to, for the record, state that I am refreshing a search on MacBook Pro 2018 speed test, real world test, you know, like refresh, 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 refresh. Like it's just in a tab. I go, I hit refresh. I just see if anybody's updated anything because I'm, because the numbers look really good and yes, it's Mm. expensive, but I think for the money that I would pay, like a spec'd out 2017, for, I know we're taking a huge, I'm just, we're taking a detour because camp is tough and I want to give myself a little bit of breathing time before I talk about sure. my, camp, my camp stuff. So like the 2017, you know, spec'd out or 2016 spec'd out would have been around 4K and I just couldn't bring myself to do it because the specs weren't good enough and for my workflow and what I do. But this thing is crazy. And um, you, have you seen the thing about the i9 though? Yeah, that's too hot or something. Yeah, that it that it throttle that it well, they think that it might throt- be throttling back um, in yeah. order to not burn out. So when I bought the MacBook that I'm recording this show on right now, it was it's a late 2013. I bought it in January of 2014. It is a mid level, mid to upper level. So I got the mid grade bump, but not the mega bump in processor. I got max RAM and I got a, a 512 SSD. And this thing has been, you know, it's held up. The ports are ridiculously dumb and horrible. Whoever invented Thunderbolt should be kicked in the nads 60 times because <laughs> it's a piece of shit connection. It like, yeah, I'm going to hang all my valuable work off of a Thunderbolt thing that if you breathe on it will disconnect. So all of your data, all your drives, you're going to get all the disk not ejected, not properly stuff, and you're going to be terrified, mm-hmm. and you're actually going to lose shit because it happened right. to me. Yeah, it's not deep enough. Right? It just doesn't that's hold. What she said. Nothing, there's no grip. There's no grip. There's no yeah. grip. <laughs> also, yeah, I guess that's... <laughs> Lex that's is making said. comments, but I'm not yeah. listening. Uh, so that's what she said. Anyway. I can't hear him. You've got Lex on mute. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man, that's sad. <laughs> this, this machine is the first machine in probably five years that I've wanted, wanted to really... Well, mm, iMac Pro, that's very sexy. Well, sure. But, well, yeah. but that don't, doesn't... Don't, don't call them sexy. <laughs> John, it's, it's weird. No, listen, no, listen, listen. <laughs> Matt Horner wrote a whole piece about why look, you should not be calling computers sexy. <laughs> I'm sure. I am sure. And here's the thing: we all have our things that we like. Okay. And some of us have very special feelings for certain things. Mm. I don't think we should be. Okay. You know, in the age. So, of, so you're not using it as a metaphor. You would literally like to fuck that computer. Possibly, yeah. In the right circumstances, <laughs> yes. And yes, it has very few ports, so you don't have that many options. Exactly. Um, that's what I'm saying. But some of them are quite loose. Listen, I like that challenge, okay? <laughs> if I'm going to fuck an iMac Pro, I'm going to fuck an iMac Pro. <laughs> I did want to say this. Um, back on topic one, we can go both topics in parallel. I'm fine with that. I posted... Because <laughs> we have the bandwidth. I posted mm-hmm, what totally. I believe is one of the best photos I've ever taken. And I don't even feel like it was um, exploitive to take this photo. And I, I linked you guys both to it. But mm-hmm. last night I put Liam to bed. I was trying to get the girls in bed early because they were getting up early. That did not happen. But I get Liam in bed. I'm working on getting the girls to bed. And Sierra goes by Liam's room. She's like, I think Liam's crying. And I go into his room and I go, Liam, are you okay? And he says, 
I'm gonna miss my sister so much. And I'm like, get out of bed. You're gonna give him extra hugs and kisses now. Like he just done this. I'm like, get out of bed. You're gonna give hugs and kisses. And he goes over to Sierra, and that's the first of the two photos I sent you. And he just wraps her his arms around her so tightly. You can see a tear on his face, and you can see the grief on his face in this photo as he's holding her so tightly. Uh, and then he does the same with his, his other sister. I'm like, it's going to be fine. You're going to write to him. They're going to write to you. And we're going to do a lot of fun stuff with you, the only child. And it's going to be great. Um, so he goes to sleep and it's okay. He wakes up. My sister's here uh, and my nephew's here and they're like taking care of him and it's fine. We get home without them. And he's like, uh, you know, I would like to write to my sisters. And that's the second picture I send you because he yeah. wrote them each a letter uh, that reads, Dear Sierra, in Sierra's case, Dear Anya, in Anya's case, I love you. I miss you. You are so hard to not have around. Love, Liam. And I just mm-hmm. think uh, that's uh, that's sweet. And I wanted to share it with sweet. you and with our listeners. I will, say, uh, I will say that um, I have two uh, older brothers. Um mm-hmm. And I could not wait until they got away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I totally completely understand. 100%. I was close last night to being like, Liam, I see that you're sad, but like, remember all the times you fight with them? <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is some yeah. positive here. Guys, by the way, I don't know if you know this. I don't know how you would because I haven't told you yet. But support for today's show comes from Google Play. If your kids love books, and boy, do mine, then I have good news. Now they can experience stories in a whole new way with audiobooks on Google Play. No longer are you the reader. Instead, you can listen alongside your child and be surprised and amazed right there with them. And thanks to hands-free listening, you can even cook dinner and enjoy the story at the same time. Uh, you know, the Google Play hooked us up. They gave us some, some codes where we could try it out. Um, I will tell you my life, my, my whole life, I wasn't a huge audiobook guy. I, I can remember one audiobook that I had ever listened to, um, a Stephen King book that I listened to while I was driving across country and I enjoyed that experience. But then I was always like, Oh, I should just read the books and Google play sent us this code and I check it out. And, uh, now I'm looking up what the title of the book is going to remember, but I have been listening to a book that just the title alone, I thought was like, Oh, this is crazy. And it is terrific. It's called Lily and the Octopus by Stephen Rowley. I want to tell you very little about it because it was that good, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm, I'm probably like a third of the way through right now. It is read beautifully. The Google Play app is very simple to use. I'm enjoying it. Give it a try. For a limited time, you'll get $10 off your first one, your first book, by visiting g.co slash play slash TTCA. That's g.co slash play slash TTCA. Find your story with audiobooks on Google Play. Or else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, that's 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 you. That's good. Are, are we going back to sex with computers again now? Not yet, <laughs> not yet, because I don't want to do that after talking about sweet kids being beautiful okay. and loving their siblings <laughs> and missing them. So, so I did. You know, uh, did I talk about Marlo missing her counselor at camp? Like she no. cried herself to sleep the first night. Back, back home, camp. missing the counselor. Wow. Yes. And so we, when we went to visiting day on Saturday, um, it was so great to see the kids. And Marlo basically disappeared for most of the day. Like normally on visiting day, Marlo was right by me or right by one of the girls. And, uh, you know, she's kind of, she, it's not like there's people there that she could be friends with. Now that she's gone to the camp, there are these two girls and they just, and those two girls and Marlo just hung out all day long. 
like pretty much the whole time. They missed a bunch of stuff and because they were playing. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to like, I'm going to give that to her. Because first of yeah. all, because I, it's crazy that she spends so much time with me when I'm there and I don't mind it, but she's at an age where she needs to start, you know, right. doing things on her own and, um, in a playful environment and safe, like go run around. So she did. It was fantastic. It was really, and she, her experience was beautiful. And her friend, so one of her friends stayed two weeks. So visiting day was her last day. She was going to go home at the end of visiting yep. day. And so Marlo was, they cried. It was the sweetest thing. Marlo took pictures of, of her and like, oh, it was just adorable. It was so cute. And, you know, there was a lot of concern um, in, in the New York house about Marlo going to camp just because um, Lita didn't go till she was 11, I think, 10 or 11. And... Yeah. It was tough for Lita though, because she had to go three weeks. That was the the minimum she could go. She couldn't go any shorter. And so, she, but she was Lita's got a pretty good temperament. And, you know, she she dealt with it, and it was fine. And of course, she loved it and goes back every year. Well, Marlo, there was a big concern because she's going to the same camp as the her step almost nearly stepsister, sort of, and um, her sister. And so, there was a concern that Marlo might want to be around them more than the other campers. Mm-hmm. But the first letter we got back from camp was from uh, Liz's youngest, and it, and there was a note in there. It was like, and Marlo hasn't <laughs> she even said, "Where's Marlo?" <laughs> yeah, she, she was like, "Marlo hasn't. We even, haven't seen Marlo. Right, right, like Marlo is doing great. She has a best friend, and like I've only seen her one time, and she's really doing great, and it's amazing. And it was really sweet that she was concerned enough to let us know." That, that one Marlo was yeah, okay right. too, that right. the, the worries we had about Marlo kind of not yeah. being independent enough were, were we were not needed. It was a concern we didn't need to have. And yeah. I am like breathing huge sighs of relief. Lita, I think, could move in and probably live there now um, just year-round. She could be a caretaker <laughs> during the winter and then get it ready in the spring. Yes. That, gets, that gets real bad when the snow comes. Yeah, it does. And, uh, and um, she hasn't and seen the, ghosts, the shining yet. The ghosts yeah, she hasn't of seen the shining. Um, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> of the, of the um, camp from, from 1930, whatever it yeah. was. One of the best pictures of Lita and Marlo was taken last year when we were saying goodbye after, the, after I think the second visiting day. And Marlo was just, Marlo feels things intensely. And she was sobbing. Just, uh, I'm going to miss you. I miss you so much. And it was really sweet. And But like we're walking to the car, she's still like, <gasps> you know, she's like sobbing. And, um, you know, she calms down and she passes out in the back of the car because of the emotional <laughs> expenditure. And 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 this year it was, it was different. Like, yeah, she was going to miss Lita, but it was also camp. And she saw her counselor and they, they, you know, her counselor was sweet, very nice, very gentle person, which is perfect for Marlo. Like very, um, I, I don't want to, soft isn't the right word, but not hard, like a, a good person <laughs> that doesn't have hardness to them. You know, like they're not brusque mm-hmm. in, their, in their speech. They're very considered and um deliberate and not mm-hmm. fast and just very yeah. measured and and it was great to meet her and watch her with Marla it was really sweet anyway 
Cool. But I'm missing the kids. Yeah. It's yeah, so weird. I, the one kid is so weird. I, I Yes. And we've only just started and I still have other family here. So it's like a little bit bustling or more bustling in the house than it yeah. otherwise will be. Yeah. But visiting days in a week and a half. Um, I got the double thumbs up from Anya. I think they're having fun so far. Um, they're going to have a great time. It. So it's early. It. It'll be good. Too. No, I mean, yeah. I went to that four week camp and I didn't start having fun until the last week. Mm. <laughs> so don't love this story so far, John, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that was me. Yeah. And you suck. <laughs> I hated camp. <laughs> yes. That's a problem. Um, I really liked camp. So I honestly, I'm just hoping they kind of come home and are, you know, a little bit different. I think like, I think I'd like them to, to feel braver, more confident, something because it's a big deal for them. Like it's definitely, they were feeling some, some, uh, they, at no point did they get emotional today before the bus. They got a little bit clingy right when it was time to go. Like they wanted some extra hugs, extra kisses. Like I need a kiss for each night until I see you again kind of thing, which was all fine. But like they were, they were calm and collected, and so I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think I think it's good for them. I like summer camp. Seven hundred and forty-five kisses. Well, all right. <laughs> I will never see you again. <laughs> please, please enjoy your time at British boarding school. Yeah, a right good rogering. <laughs> and honestly, one of the things no. they're excited about is the, no. is the food. Um, and we told them like, look, there's going to be white bread on the table each day, but like, if you're going to have white bread, have a slice of white and a slice of wheat. Like don't eat worse. Than oh my God. Vegetables or fruits. Like try some, like eat something reasonable. <laughs> because nope. what they're Didn't used to at home, that. what they're used to at home guys is incredible cooking. And speaking of incredible cooking, mm-hmm. uh, do you know Jewel sous vide? I think you do. Cause we talked about it on this show before yeah. with Jewel mm-hmm. sous vide. It's yeah. easy to get an amazing dinner on the table that everyone will love. I think most sleepaway camps are going to start using these soon if they haven't already. But thanks to Jewel's precise temperature <laughs> control, you can make restaurant quality food at home or camp any night of the week. There's zero guesswork, so food is never undercooked or worse, overcooked. Whether you're cooking a chicken dinner for the family or pulled pork for a crowd, Jewel sous vide makes it perfect. While Jewel's doing its thing, cooking the food, you can go. Leave the house, run your errands, pick up the kids, go for a run, do whatever the hell you want, record a podcast, and there's no need to hurry back. Don't worry about it. Once Jules got the food at the right temperature, it's going to hold it there at exactly that temperature so it's ready to eat whenever you are. Steak, chicken, pork, fish, eggs, veggies, practically anything comes out just the way you like it. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel and use code TTCA to get $15 off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E with the code TTCA. Jewel, perfect food every single time. Nice. Wow. John, how's your summer camp situation going? (laughs) That's fine. It's, uh, you know, it's good. You know, I mean, the good, the great thing is because well, it's, it's summer school and summer camp. So it's half day of summer school, half day of camp. And he does not, I mean, he complains about getting up. He doesn't like, like getting up early in the morning and he has to get up at about six o'clock or a little bit after six, Ooh. which is early for summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, it's not it quite as early as he has to get up during the school year. Um, and he, in the day is a little bit shorter, but you know it's not not pleasant and he doesn't like getting up early but as far as going he doesn't complain about going at all so he's having a good time and this this week is 3d printing every week is a different um, nice activity and one of them is going to be crime scene investigation oh that's awesome yeah 
which you know, that's Karen and I were like, well, crime scene. That seemed like the one that he was least interested in. And we wow. were both like, oh my God, I want to do that one. I want to, yeah. Mom's like, <laughs> Mom's like, I do this for a living. Yeah, <laughs> really? If you want to come dust for prints, let's go. Or yeah. whatever they do now. They probably don't even dust for prints, right? They probably don't. There's probably an app for that. Mm-hmm. Or like a um, spectrometer or something. So it's good. And he's, you know, and uh, he's hanging out with his with his friends from the school year. And he's uh, I, like tonight, he's out with one of them doing a, an escape room thing. Oh, nice. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. He, awesome. he uh, I, I have this problem with making dinner. So I make dinner basically every night. And um, that sounds like a problem. I usually, I usually start like watching something as I'm making dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a problem mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. something that takes, that should take like a half an hour to make. I end up, you know, it's like an hour and a half because I'm standing there watching television while I make dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and Most so he, he had life, about, man. he had about four bites of dinner before, um, <laughs> before they came to pick him up to take him to the escape room. <laughs> like, well, it'll be waiting for you when you get back. Yeah, it's fine. Help yeah. my junk food there. <laughs> I probably, I think that's probably going to be <laughs> another issue, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Um, I, I, I was thinking about, as you were talking about this and as I was imagining what that would look like, you know, like when we tell our stories, I always kind of draw the picture in my head or make the movie in my head. And <laughs> one of the things that at, at, I think young, like 13, 14 in my town, it was a small enough town that we just walked, skateboarded or rode bikes pretty much everywhere. And as I got older, the circle of, of distance I went away from my house got bigger but there were mm-hmm. certain parts of town I just didn't explore. Like we didn't have friends there. I'd driven through there, whatever. And it just, it just didn't do anything for me. And the other stuff was like, the, mu- the mutant zone. Yeah. But, yeah. but I was thinking like, you know, pretty independent and being able to go somewhere buy, you know, like, okay, I've got, a, you know, two bucks. I got to make this last. How am I going to have my two bucks last three days or whatever? <laughs> this is back in the days when things were cheap. And, um, right. and, the, and the women were fine. Anyway. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm old, guys. Anyway, uh, yeah. point is, point is <laughs> you're now, like, like in Brooklyn, uh, my girlfriend's oldest, she, she always hangs out at this like, chain restaurant that's like a noodle place called Hanko's and they're all over the place they're everywhere and it's like Moltz does your son own that restaurant yeah (laughs) he might that would explain a lot you know if he was going to own a restaurant it would be a chain of noodle places and called Hanko's I think yeah well sure why not I I mean well it's a C mm -hmm. it's a C but you could hang H-A-N and then yeah plausible deniability right exactly it's like I don't do you own this this restaurant chain dude that's a C it's Clive. Sometimes people confuse I don't own a me, restaurant but... chain. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm telling you what, the board wouldn't fire Hank for being a racist. That's for sure. Oh, boy. That is true. <laughs> yeah. The company that runs with Mappa Johns is like, holy shit, man. What has happened to this country? Anyway. They might find they might find him for, you know, well, I don't know, kicking, mm-hmm. kicking one in some place where they don't want to be kicked. Mm-hmm. Do you guys resent that um, Papa John's is named John and you're both Johns and you're like, don't say the good name of John. <laughs> not, yeah, not spelled correctly. Though, you so know, there's, fine. there's so many Johns that it's really none. <laughs> so many Johns was also, almost the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So many Johns. 
lot of a lot of ways that can go. <laughs> Too many Johns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too many. All right. So um, the letters. I have opted. I just I wanted to share this one too. Like my letter strategy for Lita is one a week. That's big. And mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I did a news update for her. I had some tidbits about Rocket League and how we were undefeated and, you know, it was funny and whatever. And then um, I I basically did like a recap of the Thai kids trapped in the cave and the dramatic rescue. And, you know, oh, there's yeah. some illustrations mm-hmm. that I grabbed from the web and put in there. And like, it was like six or seven the, pages. The dramatic rescue with wow, Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah, Elon mm-hmm. Musk. I, I tweeted about this, and I'm really proud of this tweet um, because I, I think that Elon Musk will actually invent hell, and <laughs> Mitch McConnell will go there to rot. So that's my hope uh, today. I'm just going to share that. I think uh, I think hell might be the inside of an Elon Musk submarine stuck mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. stuck in a chamber in um, Thailand. Yeah. I think hell might be the inside of this country. Ah, I think hell is working at the White House. That's what I think. <laughs> Which, given Elon Musk's donations to the Republican Party, he helped exactly. create. So there yeah, we go. Right. We, yeah, we're, this is not really about politics. Well, this is about business. We're talking about business right now. <laughs> the bad business choices. We're going to get letters. So <laughs> many letters. No, someone's going to write Specifically, F and U. Those are the letters. <laughs> we're gonna get, holy God. Now, uh, okay, so... Mm-mm. You know, I didn't That's, like Steve Jobs that much either. I still bought his products. I'm just saying. Yeah. But Steve was, Jobs. You know, and, and mm. yeah. I mean, I I complained about him being apolitical. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, maybe that's better than, sometimes it's better than the alternative, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he donated. I mean. Somewhat, uh, but he didn't did. donate much. No, he but did his not wife did. much, but his, yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife is his wife has been very active. I would also like Tim Cook to stop going to friggin' meetings at the White House. Like that'd be fine by me. That would be nice. But I don't like to get political. Personally. Anyway, Mm-mm. anyway, Mm-mm. kids, right? America. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the question. <laughs> stop saying that. <laughs> here's the question. So if I get this laptop, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> If I pull the trigger, circling back around to kids, if I get this laptop, well, then I've got a laptop. How many many children will I have to sell? Can I have kids with it? Well, that yes. One, how many kids or (laughs) limbs from the children would I have to sell? Two, livers. Livers are very good. I Mm -hmm. mean, um, organs. They 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 have fresh organs, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they'll they'll go for big money on the yeah on the dark web, like a kidney on the dark web. Mm -hmm. Sure, kidney. What have you? Toe. I mean, really, what what have you? I have two kidneys. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let, most let me most see folks the, uh, do, uh, Lex, on that one. Let me uh, see the menu. Did mm-hmm. you know, by the way, that I was once prepared to donate a kidney to a stranger? <gasps> wow! Uh, I did not know that. I was uh, I was on the registry, um, and there was a an alumnus of Brandeis University who went after I had graduated who needed a kidney. And it turned out that I was a match or I was, I was at least a partial match. And they were like starting to talk to me. And during the process of when they were talking to me is when I had my horrible kidney stones experience. And they were like, you can still donate one of your kidneys when you've had kidney stones, but you can only donate it to somebody who you already have like a relationship, friendship, relationship with. And since you don't know this person, you are no longer eligible to give the kidney. So, 
Wait, I never did. What? That's what? weird. What's that about? Yeah, the basic idea is that. if you have a kidney stone problem, it's possible you can have other kidney problems. And they're like, if you really oh. want to do this, you can be, if it's to somebody whom you already have some kind of connection to. But since this right. is a stranger, this is too big a risk for you to take. And like the, the whatever clauses they have about who can do what wasn't mm-hmm. allowed. Mm. Okay. Sorry. Well, <laughs> it's the, it's the whoever you are. That counts. So <laughs> I'm sure uh, they're listening. So uh, uh, mm, uh, sure. Moltz, I think you're the person to talk to on this, what I need to talk about. And it's grandfathering <laughs> your tech to the kids. So when you get new tech gear, oh, sure. do you grandfather any pieces of the old stuff to your kids? Like, okay, now, or, you know, me and my spouse have t- taken the, we've had our salt talks about the start treaty of technology in the house and we're going to, here's how we've landed, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting the new one and this, the so-and-so is going to take the other one. Anyway, do you grandfather your tech to the kids? Um, I certainly have in the past. Uh, I don't, I haven't recently really because he's, he's been getting new stuff. Um, mm. So, uh, you know, which is, I think at the time um, we wanted to get him when he started middle school and we decided that we wanted to get him a phone um we didn't have an extra one like i wasn't ready to give up my the one that i had <laughs> so well it wasn't it wasn't time for i mean it, you know it was still mm-hmm. fine and i was still mm-hmm. using it um mm-hmm. no actually you know what the, the first actually you know what the first time he did get my old phone that's right the first time he got my old phone he got my iphone 6 i believe and i got the success and then i used the success for a while and i decided i didn't like the big phone yeah. And I, I and the SE came out, and so I got the SE, and he got the 6S, and I sold the six. Um, and so mm. then we were, you know, and and the six S was still on contract because I had the, I got the, you know, I got the SE like partway through. Uh, so so then I just upgraded him when the seven came out. I see. For yeah. a long time, I was on T-Mobile's traded in plan jump on demand where i could trade in the phone once every uh, or three times a year um but i recently started just owning my phone with the iphone 10 um because this way when i get another one and we're ready to give on you one she can have uh, either my hand-me-down or lauren's if lauren takes this one so that's that is our plan here you've got a grandfathering we got a plan to grandfather we definitely do grandfathering on max like my max go from me to lauren and then we're uh, Anya's uh, graduation present is that we uh, are giving her a laptop, which she mostly wanted so she could play The Sims. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, yep, <laughs> that's perfectly got it. Play The Sims. Yep, it's a thing with the kids. I think they there's YouTube. The Sims. It's like a vintage you can, thing. You can play that on mobile, right? It's not the same. I mean, not not. It's the not. Good yeah, one. I'm sure it's, nothing's the same. But. Yeah. Also, my nephew here is excited. He has an Android device, and uh, Fortnite, as we record this, will become available for Android tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, you could get Fortnite on your iPhone 10. And I was like, I really don't understand what Fortnite is, but let me take a look. And he's like, it's not violent at all. And then I it, read the description it's of it, and it's totally like, violent. be the one person to survive while everybody <laughs> kills each other. And I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to get Well, it, yeah, I think, yeah, we don't have that one here, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't think there's like, Blood spurts when the people get shot. No, as it turns no. out, they, and again, I'm I'm hearing this from a non-English speaker, right? They turn into dust, and then some kind yes. of spaceship thing comes and right. scoops them up, and then puts them in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. what I've been told. 
Yeah. So they're not technically, you know, yeah. by the rules of the game, they're not actually dead. But you are shooting them. Yes, you are certainly shooting it's them. It's a first person shooter. Yeah. 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 Right. Not my favorite and style game. And your goal is to be the first person. Mm-hmm. And shoot. the last person standing. <laughs> and also the last person to shoot. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Fortnite looks like a lot of work. You build, this, like I've watched some videos. And well, you build things. And isn't it, is it one of those things where you just, you mostly play online? Yes. Yeah, you're online, yes, yeah, but no, the, no, you, you parachute into that. this land uh, or you, whatever, you drop and it's like you're free falling into the earth or whatever yeah. this thing and, and it's very popular this game it's very super popular. popular and 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 as you go along the circle of play gets smaller and smaller and smaller and you as you explore the map you may or may not find other people but you can you can find little goodies hidden around you can um shoot or chop or whatever wood and then you can then build things with the wood that you've chopped and so people will build these crazy platforms that they can get way high with people and like basically shoot, you know, snipe down on them. I watched one video with these like four 13-year-olds or 15-year-olds or whatever. Like they built this giant tower as high as you could go. And they basically built it all the way along. into the, they watched how the map was, um, how the, the circle of doom was getting, you know, tighter and tighter. And they basically were like peak altitude and just like... <laughs> standing on this one platform on this one piece of wood and i'm like that is a teenager thing right there like well they've played so much of the game we're gonna build we're gonna like go completely on to another meta weird thing and like explore how to win this thing and do it in the weirdest way possible here's what's amazing to me you know when people explain this game to you uh, if you are unfamiliar and it is hugely popular it is like as big as minecraft i feel like at this point um it sounds like a joke because like, oh, and there's also dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because they, they dab and they floss mm-hmm. and they do all the mm-hmm. dance crazes. And I was asking mm-hmm. Yoni, my nephew, who is 12, uh, why is there dancing in the game? He's like, well, because the developers are, and that's the word he used, the developers. The developers are all adults who have no fun in their lives anymore. And so they thought it'd be funny to make all the characters dance. And I'm like, you love yeah. this game and want to play it nonstop and you are besmirching the good name of the developers who made it possible. It's like, yeah, but like, I love it, but there's a lot of stupid stuff in there. And mm-hmm. then he's like, mm-hmm. but that's it. He's like, oh yeah. And I came, he visited from Israel. He's like, I came on the day or the day before that the new season came out. And I'm like, the new what now? And it's like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Every 73 days, there's a new season mm-hmm. of, of Fortnite. Oh my God. And yep. this season, um, the shopping carts turn into golf carts and you can try to run people over. But if you do that, then you bounce backwards because you can't hurt people with a golf cart in this game. And like, there's a California desert that showed up now where it used to be something else. And I'm like, this is like what it sounds like to me when my kids talk to me about Minecraft, uh, where I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's how this is. And nothing makes me feel older than kids talking about video games. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all this right with the world. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a weird game. Like, it's super, it's super strange. The, the game, it, like Overwatch, I think, um, is, is a similar to what was that one that was like it was like a quake unreal tournament style multiplayer shoot them like arena shoot halo you know like 
you you play two teams and you shoot people. Oh, um, you, you named every it was game, like, so I oh, can't shit, tell you what, what it was is. it called. It was like the it was like a cartoony version of it though, and I can't remember. What it was like um, Duke Nukem. Oh. It wasn't Duke Nukem, but it was like a it was um, Borderlands. Uh, no, it wasn't Borderlands. The one I'm thinking of, Counter Counter Strike. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was it was car- very cartoony, yeah. and Overwatch has some cartoon elements and like. Like they got mm-hmm. funny people to do voiceover work on it, you know. Like uh, uh, Kumal Nanjani's on there; he's doing stuff. And um, there's a funny Clueless gamer. If you if you if you feel like video games are weird and you don't understand them, you need to watch Clueless Gamer on YouTube, which is a Conan O'Brien kind of sub thing that he oh, does. Oh, right, 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 right. And he's been doing it forever. And, and some of them are really funny. The Mortal Kombat one is insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> The new Mortal Kombat, it's it's really good. Anyway, um, that's my that's my tip for the week. That's my pro tip. Okay, okay. Now listen, <clears throat> Maltz, you listen. have a two thousand whatever seventeen. Lex, I'm I'm assuming you <laughs> use USB C. Both of your USB C users. How firm is that connection? Like when you plug in something, is there like a like a little it's, nice? It's much firmer than the the Thunderbolt. Shit's tight. Let's put it that way. It's is tight. it clicky? Yeah. Is it, does pretty, it click? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not, you know, because it's not as deep as um, USB-A. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be quite the same, but it's it's definitely better than... I would not call it clicky myself, but... Well, it, there is a little bit of a seated. click, I think, when it goes in. I mean, I, there's only one thing plugged into my laptop right now, and it's the microphone, so I don't want to unplug it. Don't. Um, do you have a dongle? But, um, I do have, I do, which is just on this USB-A thing all the time. So it's not yeah. really a problem. Okay. Yeah, it's dongle life for sure. Mm-hmm. I got one of these dongles with a, a but, trio of USB ports, and yeah. See, SD that's the thing. I mean, I got, I got the, I got a thingy, right? Another um, mini hub. HDMI. Yeah, mini hub, right? With which has for my office, which has HDMI and a few USB A ports and a USB C port. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then I have a couple of adapters and. I just, I mean, I, and I have them on the things that I use, so I don't have to worry about it. Not a big deal. It's done. I mean, I, you yeah. know, I put them on the USB-A things that I use frequently and I'm done. Party over. But yeah. I don't yeah. use, I don't, you know, I'm not like swapping 10 different things. I've got like five things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I use regularly. All right. Well, I'm, I am like, I'm right on the fence on this thing. So you think, don't get that. You think at the, the top i7. I guess so. I I mean, sounds like it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it seems like maybe you don't want the i9 because it's going to be throttled. You don't want that. No. I don't throttle. Don't pay pay for something that's going to be throttled Mm. unless it's a chicken. Or, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're walking down Madison Avenue. Or 42nd Street. Or 42nd Street. I've done both of those things. Mm-hmm. I think we all have. We all have Lex. We've all made that one. The, the post-throttling walk. Yeah. About things that could be throttled. Mm-hmm. I think that's the show title right there. But be careful. Uh, I thought yeah, it was a Jeopardy category. <laughs> what? I thought it was a Jeopardy category. Things that could be throttled. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh. We've had a thing where we've been watching the Saturday Night Live Celebrity Jeopardies. Mm. Um, <laughs> that was really good. Where um, Daryl Hammond and Sean Connery. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. And so, like the the categories, like who reads, right? Horror ads. That's right. Correct. Horror ads for five hundred, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> I, that's how he did. I can't do the Sean Connery thing, so I'm just gonna leave it there. But yeah, very funny. Horror ads. And if you have a preteen or teen, they think that's the funniest thing they've ever seen. Also, if you have a preteen or teen, um, uh, SNL posted out bloopers and outtakes from oh, all their man. digital shorts that they made for this season, oh. and it's quite delightful. Marlo is super into laser cats. <laughs> Loves laser cats. I feel like I, I don't, I am not um, up on the uh, pantheon of SNL. That's actually an older some, sketch. That's, that's from I mean, the I've seen, I've definitely seen the Jeopardy stuff, but laser cats, I don't really know. I don't remember exactly how young I was when my parents first started letting me watch SNL, but I always watched it. Um, I missed a few years in college, and but other than that, I have seen like every episode ever. Wow! And uh, I, yeah, I really do watch it religiously. It's the one thing I'm religious about. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I feel like I'm carrying the torch on making the show about parenthood this week. <laughs> no, listen, I, I watch those things with my I tried kids. A few times. John has really been swimming against the tide, or, or, or John is the tide that we've been swimming against. Let's put it that way. Let's be honest. We've all been there. Go oh, for sure. You it's have two Mac experts on your show. <laughs> Right now. He just wants to talk about that. You're about to spend thousands of dollars on a tool that will be your main tool for the next few years. The tool with which you record the very show that you are doing at this time and will edit that said show. The main tool in my life, I got for free. Whether you're cooking a chicken dinner for the family or just for me <laughs> or pulled pork for a crowd, Jules sous vide makes it perfect. Thanks to Jules' precise temperature control, you can make restaurant quality food at home any night of the week, even Thursdays. There's zero guesswork. And while Jules does the work, you get time back to do whatever you want. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel and use code TTCA to get $15 off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E with the code TTCA Jewel. Perfect food. Every time.